Hello, everyone, and welcome to this special presentation of the Sparkling Joe Podcast Network. This is not a regular episode of Category Unknown that's usually posted in this podcast ch- um, channel. Is that what they call it? Anyways, I haven't I haven't put one of those up for a while, but I got one in the works that we're working on uh, cleaning up, so that should be out pretty soon. And then I also have some more coming up in the pipeline too. But and I also, if you didn't notice, I got up on my YouTube channel another rare, recently discovered episode of Doctor Frank and Joe's gruesome picture show, my monster movie show that I hosted back in the '80s. So go check that out too if you want. Uh, but this thing that you're gonna hear right now is an episode of my dad's radio show from the 1940s, the Theodore Chamberlain Program. And this episode was broadcast on December 26th, 1949, which, if you might notice, is the day after Christmas. And if you know what I'm going to just say now, it's that's Boxing Day, which is another holiday that is celebrated in England and all of the former England lands that they used to own. Um... I guess except the United States, because we were owned by England. But anyways, Boxing Day is the day after Christmas, and I think um, they used to not beat their servants that day or something. But anyway, my family came from Cornwall, which is in England, so we celebrated Boxing Day. But in my family, it was mostly just like a second Christmas. So if you didn't get what you wanted on Christmas... Um, you still had Boxing Day to look forward to. You might get it on Boxing Day, too. And if you didn't get it on Boxing Day, then just shut your damn mouth and wait till next Christmas, um, he used to say. So, anyway, this episode was recorded from WLQL in the late 90s or early 2000s. They would replace some of these episodes. Oh, they also did a little bit of editing and censoring for... Um, modern day racial sensitivity reasons I guess is the best way to put it because my uncle Archie he was one of my dad's best friends he's my godfather and I love you Archie rest in peace but I'm sorry that stuff won't fly on the radio or podcasts of today but anyway I hope you all enjoy this episode and um, I don't have anything else to say afterwards so this is it but just stay tuned for more category unknown episodes coming up and and we also, um, I don't know, maybe I also discovered a couple more episodes of Dr. Frank and Joe's Gruesome Picture Show on some tapes that I didn't remember I had. So I will talk to you all later on another podcast. But for now, enjoy this episode of the Theodore Chamberlain Program from December 26th, 1949, the Boxing Day episode, the famous one. I forgot to mention how famous this episode is. You probably already have heard it. <laughs> it's the Theodore Chamberlain program, brought to you by Freshen Up Soap, starring Theodore Chamberlain, Mitch Cartwell, and Archibald Harris. Coming to you from the Bisbell Ballroom in Hollywood, California. Ladies and gentlemen, as you know, usually the Theodore Chamberlain household and neighborhood is the picture of peace and harmony. (laughs) But as we join Theo today, he is about to have quite the row with his neighbor, Mr. Dimblewood. Chamberlain! Open it up, Chamberlain! Open it up! Now, who could that be? 
Hello, Marcus. What can I do for you? I'll tell you what you could do for me. Give me my paper back, you thieving little weasel. My paper? What paper is that you're talking Don't about? Don't give me that innocent routine. This is the time this week my paper's been missing. So this morning I was watching through the window, and I saw you tiptoe across the street and swipe it off my step. Now give it to me or knock your block off. Now, no, Marcus, there's no need to knock my or any other person's block off over this little thing. Look, I'm sorry to hear that somebody's been stealing your newspapers, but I don't see why you think it was me. I know it was you, because you was wearing that frilly little red bathrobe of yours. Well, well, first off, it's not red, it's burgundy, and it's not frilly, it's a velvet dressing gown that I got as a birthday gift from Mr. Don Amici himself. I don't care if you got it from the mayor of England himself. I know it was you, because you was also wearing that ridiculous cowboy hat you brought back from your vacation. Marcus, you know that cowboy hat is white. I would never wear it after Labor Day. That's it, you little bum. Give me back my paper. I'm going to flatten you. Hey, Come here. Hey, hey, hey. Back off, sir. I'll have you know that I was the best boxer in my bunkhouse back at Camp Kazoo, so you better watch out. Oh, so you're a boxer, eh? Well, then how's about we settle this in the ring like real men? Oh, um, are you sure you wouldn't rather I just buy you a newspaper? <laughs> no, no, Mr. Best Boxer in the bunkhouse. See, I did a little boxing, too, back when I was in the Army. Oh, the Army, you say? Yeah. Um, were you any good? Undefeated. Settling this by me clobbering your lights out in the ring. Sounds pretty darn good to me. Oh, oh, geez, Marcus, give me a break here. Christmas is in a week, and I have my big annual Christmas Day photo shoot coming up. <laughs> you know how I look forward to that all year. And I already put down a non-refundable deposit on the photographer and his equipment and all those mink coat rentals. <laughs> my photos taken with a pummeled face? Okay, okay, Chamberlain, fine. I'm a good stinking Christian, so I'll give you a till after Christmas. Gee, thanks, Marcus. Yeah, we'll do it December 26th. December 26th? But that's Boxing Day. Boxing Day? Well, ain't that perfect? <laughs> well, Marcus, my family is from Cornwall. And in England, Boxing Day is the second most important holiday in December. Uh, I don't care about your stinking limey holiday. If you're not down at Giuliano's gym at noon on December 26th, I'll be coming here. And I know you don't want us having a little boxing match in this fancy little living room of yours, because something might get broke. <gasps> My precious knickknacks! <laughs> Be there if you know what's good for you. 
well, isn't this a fine mess that I've gotten myself into somehow that I don't even realize? <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, hey, what, wait a minute. What's my cowboy hat doing hanging there on the hat rack? Archibald, Archibald, get in here. Archibald, Mr. Dimblewood was just here looking for his morning paper. Where He did. He says he saw me run across the street this morning and steal it. I didn't. I was sleeping right up until he started pounding on the door. He also said I was wearing my burgundy velvet dressing gown with, and white cowboy hat. Well, my white cowboy hat is hanging right here on the hat rack instead of in my closet where I put it on Labor Day morning. <laughs> and also, when I woke up to come down and answer the door, my dressing gown was nowhere to be found. Can you explain any of this, Archibald? My dressing robe needs to be aired out in the backyard. Okay. Okay, well that explains that. But why is my cowboy hat hanging down here instead of in my closet? Oh, gosh, it is almost time for Buckaroo Hoedown. Give me that hat! Hey, uh, can you turn the radio on and bring my pancakes into the parlor so I can have them while I'm listening? Oh, can you call Mitch and ask him to come over after Buckaroo Hoedown is done? What's this? Oh, you already went out and got my morning paper for me. Thank you, Archibald. You're the best. <laughs> Well, Buckaroo Hoedown's been over for five minutes already, so Mitch should be here any time. Say, <laughs> hey, Archibald. Do you know that old blue trunk up in my attic? <laughs> yeah, that's the one. Can you go see if my old boxing gloves from camp are still in it? <laughs> Listen, I don't care that it smells like feet. Just go get my gloves, please, okay? Now, who could that be? Hey, hey, it's you. How you doing? Oh, hi, Mitch. Uh, thanks. Hi, Mitch. Thanks for coming over so fast. Sure, buddy. Hey, what's all that racket up there? Oh, Archibald's just upstairs digging through my old trunk from Camp Kazoo. He's looking for my old boxing gloves. Does that trunk still smell like feet? Well, yeah, but only a little. Wow, even after all these years. <laughs> well, what do you need your boxing gloves for anyway? Well, Mitch, you see... And so you see, Mitch, I've asked Archibald to help train me up on account of his natural rough-and-tumble character. <laughs> and also because I haven't boxed since our old days at Camp Kazoo. So I need some help getting back in the fighting shape. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> and what's so funny, Mitch? Well, I was just remembering when you got your lights put up by Franny McFinney, that cute little redhead from a girls' camp across the lake. <laughs> Mitch, that wasn't boxing. That was just me asking her to the bonfire dance. And she sucker punched me. I could have taken her in the ring, you know that. Anyway, out of the four of us in our bunkhouse, I was still the best boxer. Oh, sure, sure, but only because I couldn't box with my broken arm. And the Dover twins are Quakers. Yeah, yeah. all right, but... <laughs> anyway, I asked you to come over because even though Archibald will be my trainer, I wanted you to be in my corner, too. Can I be a cut man? Well, <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess you can be my cut man if you really want to, but, you know, mostly I just wanted you around so that Archibald doesn't overdo it. I mean, he's already talking about having me go break into the meatpacking plant that night so I can punch dead cows. What the heck for? Search me. So will you do it, Mitch? Of course, buddy. Well, that's great, Mitch. I knew I could count on you. Oh, this sounds like Archibald is done digging around in the attic. <laughs> Here he comes now. I hope he has my gloves. Well, just give him here and let me try him on. Ah, Theo, nah, he's right. Those gloves are way too small for you now. I mean, you still got small ladylike hands and all. What? Well, well, thank you, Mitch. That's so nice of you. <laughs> sure. But, you know, you was ten years old the last time you wore those gloves. You're a fully grown, really old man now. I'm only six months older than you, Mitch. <laughs> but, you know, maybe you fellas are right. I guess I'll have to call the sporting goods store and order a pair that fits me a little better. Okay, uh, three. <laughs> two. Don't forget the two. Okay, two. Okay, I got that, Mitch. <laughs> Yes, hello. I'm wondering, what kind of boxing gloves do you have available? <laughs> well, let's see. Um, what size would fit a person with small ladylike hands? <laughs> oh, a lady size small, you say? I guess I'll try those. Um, well, what colors do you have? That's <laughs> you, you mean, you don't have anything else? You don't have a blue or maybe like a nice shade of light green or something? What is that? Are you going to me Okay. Well, I guess I'll just have to get brown then. <laughs> okay, Archibald, I'll ask. Yes, um, sir, my trainer wants to know if you could line those gloves with a layer of lead BBs.
Um, Archibald, he said no. I'm not asking him to wrap them in barbed wire. We are not doing it ourselves. Okay, Sarah, I guess I'll just take a standard pair of unmodified brown boxing gloves size lady small. Um, can you charge them to Theodore Chamberlain and deliver them today? Goodbye, sir. Well, fellas, they should be here this afternoon. In the meantime, maybe we should do some training or something. Oh, no need to shout, Archibald. Now get down where and give you 20 watts. Okay, okay, no need for name calling. But Archibald, I'm not boxing. Why do I need to do push-ups? Okay, gosh. One, two, three, seven. Hey, Theo, you missed a few. Shut up, Mitch. Archibald isn't good at counting. Oh, okay. Um, 13, 10, 14. I'm almost done. Ladies and gentlemen, Bill Dunstan here, and I'd like to talk to you about our sponsor, Freshen Up Soap. That's right, scientifically formulated to clean better than normal soap, it's Freshen Up Soap. Available in bar and flake. Use it in the bath, use it in the kitchen, use it in the washing machine. Freshen Up Soap fights odors and stains, be they on your best china, your finest undergarments, or even your personal areas. Tough on filth, tender on you. That's Freshen Up Soap. Available at your grocers today. Yeah, that's a good one. Oh, oh there, that was good. Okay, that was good too. Get oh, gosh. Okay, Archibald. okay, Archibald, that's enough. You're getting too worked up again. And I think you need to take a break and cool down a little. This is starting to feel a little too much like that time we were in Tijuana, and I don't want to be on the run again for six months just because you have trouble controlling your temper. <laughs> All right, see you later, Archibald. All right, bye, bye, Archibald. Say hello to Hazel for me. Boy, I sure I'm glad he's gone. His training ideas are getting a little crazy. I mean, who ever heard of training for a boxing match by going out in the backyard and getting a bunch of dirt clods thrown at you? <laughs> My lawn is ruined, too. Yeah, he sure is something. Anyway, I should probably get going, uh, Theo. I gotta get home to the missus. Uh, I'll come by again tomorrow, okay? 
Uh, sure, Mitch, that sounds good. Thanks for all the help today. No problem. I'll see you later, buddy. Well, would you look at my fingernails? I'm going to have to scrub them for days to get all this dirt out before my photo shoot. <laughs> now, who could that be? <laughs> yes? Hello, who's there? Oh, I got a package here for Mrs. Chamberlain. What? There must be some mistake. I'm Mr. Chamberlain, but I'm not currently married. Listen, buddy, all I know is it says right here, I got a pair of small ladies boxing gloves to deliver to a Mrs. Chamberlain at this address. Yeah, yes, those, those are my boxing gloves. I ordered them this morning. Oh, okay, okay. Must just be some sort of mix-up in the communications or whatnot. But hey, if you say you ordered them, then all's well that ends well, is what I always say. Would you sign here, please? Oh, sure, yeah. So anyway, pal, are you teaching your girlfriend how to box or something? Huh? Uh, no, no, I'm not. Here, here's your pen back. Well, then what do you need a lady's boxing gloves for? Ah, oh, I get it, I see. Never mind. Wait, what, what do you mean, never mind? Oh, nothing, pal. Just, you know, when you had to be back my pen, I got a good look at your small lady-like hands, so now I understand. <laughs> oh, yes. Those boxing gloves are for my big boxing match coming up on December 26th. Oh, is that right? <laughs> well, good luck with that, buddy. <laughs> well, thank you very much, sir. You have a good day. What, no trip? <laughs> what a nice man. <laughs> well, let's get these gloves unwrapped and see if they fit. Hiya, Mr. Theo! Whoa! Kevin, you startled me. What are you doing in my living room anyways? Oh, your back door was unlocked again. <laughs> Darn it, Archibald. I told him always to lock that door when he leaves. Well, you got those boxing gloves for, Mr. Theo. Well, well Kevin, uh, Mr. Dibblewood across the street and I are going to have a boxing match on the day after Christmas. Oh, is that what all that ruckus was about this morning? <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. Oh, because my pa said he sure was sore you waking him up. He said if he wasn't so hanged over, he would have come over and clobbered you himself. Oh, well, that's too bad. Tell him I'm sorry, Kevin. Uh, we, hey, would you look at that? These gloves actually fit. Lady-sized small my Aunt Fanny. In fact, if anything, these gloves are even a little too big for my hands. Well, you do have small lady-like hands, Mr. Theo. Well, well, thank you, Kevin. You are a charmer, you know. Hey, Kevin, how would you like to have a pair of boxing gloves all your own? Oh, gosh, Mr. Theo, that would be swell. Well, here you go. Hey, knock, knock it off. I didn't mean these. These are my new ones. You just saw me get them. Here, you can have these. They're my old boxing gloves from when I was your age. Sorry if they smell a little like feet. Wow, thanks, Mr. Theo. I'm going to go show it to my little brother, Tommy, right now. Okay, well, you have fun, then. Hey, Tommy, look what I got. <laughs> well, with these new gloves and all that training I did today, I think I am ready for my big boxing match. Now I just have my big Christmas Day photo shoot to organize. Thank you.
Well, ladies and gentlemen, after an eventful week of planning yet another successful Christmas photo shoot, we now rejoin Theo Archibald at Mitch on the Big Day, the day after Christmas, otherwise known as Boxing Day. And this year, it's known as that in more ways than one. <laughs> That's okay, Kevin. You're welcome. Now, go over to the table and get ready for the match to begin. Okay. Hey, Theo! I just realized something. We ain't got no umpire! What's that, Mitch? Oh, you mean a referee? Oh, gosh, you're right. Hey, Marcus! What do you want, Chamberlain? Um, it looks like we're gonna have to call off this little match. We haven't got a referee. Oh, no, you ain't getting out of this that easy. How about Chubby over there? Chubby? I think he means you, Mitch. Hey! Marcus, he can't be the referee. He's my oldest and bestest friend. No, sir, Marcus. It just would not be fair to you to have my good friend be the referee. I guess we're just going to have to call this whole thing off. Oh, no, 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 Chamberlain. I insist. I don't think I have anything to worry about, do I, Chubby? I think we can count on Chubby there. Being fair and square, right, Chubby? Um... Yes? Good. Problem solved. Now you get those small lady-like hands of yours in the ring, Chamberlain, and let's get on with it. You know, Mitch, I'm starting to think that when some people say I have small lady-like hands, it isn't meant as a compliment. <laughs> okay, Mitch, well, it looks like you're the referee. You better get in there before Marcus gets even more angry. All right, Theo, I'll see you in the ring. Well, you know, on the way over here, Archibald, I did know what I have to do, but in my current terrified state, I'm having a little trouble keeping it straight. Could you remind me again? Yeah. Yeah. Not, do not get killed. Check, okay. And, oh wait, I remember the last one. If all else fails, Jump out of the ring and run for the hill. <laughs> oh boy, my legs are so wobbly right now, they feel like that Christmas blamange I had last night. Oh, oh, oh Chamberlain, I've been looking forward to this all week. Oh, okay, fellas, so. Uh, as the new referee man, uh, I think I'm supposed to tell you the rules, right? Well, uh, let's see, um, watch where you're punching, uh, nothing below the belt, etc., and uh, no funny business. <laughs> no funny business? Well, that's something you won't have no problems with, will you, Chamberlain? But, but Marcus, you know that I'm a professional radio and vaudevillian comedian. Oh, that was an insult, wasn't it? Okay, well, you, sir, you wouldn't know a joke if it, um, shut up, Marcus. <laughs> okay, so I guess you fellas better go back to your corners now, and when the bell rings, come out swinging. Oh, jeez. Okay, Archibald, well, I guess here goes nothing. All right, Kevin, give your whack. Cut off, Kevin. 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 
Kevin. Run. That's all you need to do is one. <laughs> oh, no. Here we go. Okay, Chamberlain. You're about to get what's coming to you. I sure hope not. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five. Oh, I did it, Archibald. I just said it. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Righties and gentlemen, we have a winner. Kevin, that's enough, Kevin. That's enough. Theo, it's over. Uh, you can get up. Uh, Theo? <laughs> oh, boy, I tell you, Mitch, my jaw still hurts like the Dickens, but... It sure is good to be back safe at home where I don't have to worry as much about getting punched in the face. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, at least it didn't take too long. And that brew should probably go away in a couple of weeks, I think. It's too bad you didn't get at least a good lick or two in yourself, though. <laughs> well, you know, Mitch, after going through all that crazy training with Archibald and everything, well, I just kind of realized that not only did I not think I could actually beat Marcus in the ring, but I didn't really care all that much about that boxing match anyways. <laughs> and, you know, I, I just figured if I messed around too much trying not to get my face pummeled, I'd probably just wind up getting my face pummeled a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so I just decided I'd let him sock me once, and then I'd just lay there until I was counted out. Yeah, but if it was all an act, then why did you lay there for another 45 minutes after the match was over? <laughs> well, you know what a perfectionist I am, Mitch. I had to make it look real. <laughs> but, but we had to use three smelling salt tablets to wake you up. <laughs> oh, Archibald. I'm glad to see you got home safely. Mitch told me that you left before he even counted to seven. <laughs> dinner? How can you think of dinner at a time like this? How do you expect me to eat anything with this bruised jaw? <laughs> oh, that's right. You were working on your special Boxing Day soup. Well, I guess if you strain out some of the bigger chunks, I might be able to get some down. Do we at least have a straw I could use? Okay, I'm just gonna sit down night. Well, what's on my chair here? Oh, Archibald, you even went out and got me my evening paper. Thank you so much. open up right now, you bum. Open this door right Ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Theodore Chamberlain Program, presented by Freshen Up Soap. Starring Theodore Chamberlain, Mitch Cartwell, Dutch Stugel, Joe Dent, and Archibald Harris. This is Bill Dunstan reminding you that Freshen Up Soap is tough on soap, but tender on you.
freshen up soap, available at all fine grocers and general stores. Thank you and good night.